back to another episode of What We Doing. It's your man, H.T. Sims. Mr. Mix. And that Joffy Jofer. So, we were advertising last week uh, that we had two special guests coming up. But first, we got to do a little maintenance. So, um, congratulations to the Democratic nominee. Sure, President-elect. Uh, President-elect uh, Joe Biden and uh, the first African-American Vice President uh, Kamala Harris. Um, so congratulations to them. I'm super, super happy, super, super proud that we participated in the electoral process and black folks save America again because most of the places where you were looking as far as voting goes, mm-hmm. Detroit, St. Louis, <laughs> Chicago, Atlanta, Atlanta, you know, Milwaukee, Philly, Philly. Shout out to all of y'all. Shout out to Stacey Abrams. Yeah, yeah. For registering 800,000. Black Black Americans down in Georgia. I know we got a certain topic that we gotta get on, but we we've been talking about these topics for the past three weeks, so we definitely had to do big shouts out to those. Yeah, and, uh, this is this is a, a prime example of what you do when you're involved in the process. You're yeah. involved in the process, and you actually give a fuck about what's going on with your community. I'll be damned. Shit changes. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. Uh, for everybody who said that both didn't count. It seemed like it counted somewhere. Yeah, the biggest. Imagine that small fourteen percent. How much power that fourteen percent? Man, you better talk about it. Um, the biggest tur- uh, voter turnout in history in the history of this country. Damn. We've never had 150 million people vote, and, and still, and we, and still counting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, now yeah. again, that's a that's topic. another topic. We're gonna get into it. Topic for another day, yeah. baby. They still <laughs> out here. They still out here. They got on suits, but they still out here. So let's get into our topic today. So we have a a hugely important topic, and we have two hugely important guests that I am going to allow to introduce themselves, but I'm going to give you a little background. So, on our show, what we doing, one of the things that we talk about often is mental health, especially yeah. in the black community. No doubt. Um, and we definitely want to get rid of the stigmas of mental health. So we want you to seek help when there's help to be, to be sought, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, we need you to pay attention to what's going on with you um, and your health. So one of the things that we like to do is we like to bring on people that are a little bit more experienced than ourselves. Trans professionals. professionals, You know what I'm saying? (laughs) That can say and do what we can't say and do. That's right. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? So we want to definitely give them the platform. So a lot of what you're going to hear today are going to be from these two lovely ladies that are going to be giving you from a professional standpoint, uh, mental health questions that we're going to be asking, things that we're concerned about in the black community, things that we're concerned about overall that affects us, that affects black men, that affects black women, mm-hmm. children, things of that nature. So and before I'll, we get into ahead, all of that, we have another first on what we're doing. Not yeah. only do we have a first black woman vice president, we have our first black woman returning guest to what we do. <laughs> man, we making it out here, baby. We're making it. And side note, side note, because I challenge any any show in St. Louis, we have the best guests, bar none, not even close. Not, like, not even close. Nah, I'm, from, sta- I'm from, standing on that. We standing stand on, on that. that. Like we, so bring your people with you. Yeah, you might get embarrassed. Right. So, without further ado, <laughs> we're gonna introduce to my left a very, very old and dear friend of mine. We go back. What junior high? Yeah, <laughs> We go back to junior high. Um. Plus. Yeah, so we yeah we we, tw- we ain't gonna say the age because I'm 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 looking real spry. Yeah, yeah, no, out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so we ain't gonna say that. If you know, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, you know, you know. You understand? So, uh, this is Miss Candace Cox. So, oh, I'm sorry. Is it Morel? No, it's Candace Cox. It's Candace Cox. Oh, no, we, we, we didn't come up. 
So, um, if you just want to do a brief introduction before we introduce our other guests as okay. well, because we do have two, count them, two, two health professionals, uh, mental health professionals with us today. Okay. Well, great day, everybody. My name is Candace Cox, and I am a licensed clinical social worker here in St. Louis, and I specialize in intergenerational and environmental trauma, basically the things that have happened along the lineage of our lives and what's happened, you know, in our families that has caused us, caused us trauma and the things that have happened around us that have caused us, caused us trauma. And um, I also created a mindset called CHAOS, which is K-H-A-O-S, which stands for Keep Healing and Overcoming Struggles. Um, the whole point of it is to urbanize mental health and mental wellness so we can understand that mental wellness is dope, which is done on purpose every day. Oh, I like it. Got I like it. You better know if you got the macronyms down. You better know it. And All our right. second guest, we want to give just a quick intro to you and yours. Yes, I am AJ. I am the people's therapist. I'm the owner of the Healing Space, STL. I specialize in uh, suicide prevention and awareness, mm. especially among the African-American community. I service men, women, and children of all ages. Uh, I'm a licensed clinical psychotherapist. Yes. So with, you know, without further ado, we're going to get to the questions and some of the things that uh, I kind of had some questions on, on, on I guess, so certain topics that we kind of deal with on a day to day. So one of the topics from a mental health perspective that I'm seeing a lot of, and it's more of a trend, and I don't like the trend that I'm seeing, uh, a lot of of death and death in general but suicide uh around our young folks like yeah. I, I yeah. again i don't want to tell my age but I, I just remember being you know 14 15 16 17 years old and not having that much on my mind as far as that right way. i mean you, you had, understand you what had i'm had saying we had, we had fights, issues you know what i'm saying Look, you know. yeah we had issues but it just seems like with with some of the, some of the younger folks like they are actually saying things like i'm depressed yeah, they're saying yeah, things yeah. like you know I, I have anxiety. Mm -hmm. I think like words that I wasn't really familiar with, really? kind of coming up. So, well, you know what I'm saying? Not saying ages till I got much older. Till I got much older. Life. Well, not not at, not at some of the ages that right. I'm seeing. I'm right, seeing right. people you know as young as ten and eleven talking about depression and anxiety and suicide and uh, some really heavy stuff. So. Have you guys kind of kind of been seeing that in your professional opinion, like a rise in that? And if you have, what what do you think has been the cause of that? I don't think it's a, a, a necessarily a rise in it. I think it's just people are starting to be more aware okay. of what mm -hmm. it is. And so, you know, kids are able to call a thing a thing now because they are able to, you know, they're they're being told it's starting to be in their TV shows and it's starting to be, you know, mm -hmm. on YouTube mm -hmm. and it's starting to be in TikTok and different places where people are saying, I feel this way and I'm depressed. I feel this way and I'm suicidal. And so then, you know, somebody can say, you know, okay, now I have the language. So I think the language is, is out there more. And I think that, you know, people are starting to pay more attention to mental health so we're able to you know kind of acknowledge it more i don't think it's new i just think that people are just talking about it more it's definitely not new and actually um the rates are between the ages of five really as young as five mm -hmm. yes wow 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 so let me let me ask <laughs> yes. let me ask this as young as five 
Yeah. Amongst our people too. Yeah, because so that's yes, what I want to be specific. Clear. Yeah. So, so, so let's be real. So let's be real. That was one of the that was one of the things that shocked me, mm-hmm. because I know when we would talk about mental health in a kind of roundabout way. Yeah, that was some white people shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. no doubt. Just be no real. Doubt. That's that's facts. That was some white people shit. That, that's facts. Like that that was some white people shit. So, like I, like and and what would happen was like what would happen was like if you talked about. You know, because again, I, I have a totally different viewpoint then and now on therapy. You yeah, know? yeah. Because I've yeah. actually been, it had to be, you know, after I came back, you know, I'm a mm-hmm. war vet. So mm-hmm. after I came back from Iraq, I had to go see somebody. So exactly. after I had that experience, my experience and, and how I look at it is kind of different now. But before it was like, we ain't got no money to be sending you to go sit down that, and talk to you. Better too. go talk to Jesus. Yeah, know? yeah. Like, yeah, you better yeah. go talk to mm-hmm. the Lord. We're going to go to church on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to church on Sunday and we're going to pray. Yeah. You're going to feel better. After we pray, and hopefully, go back out. But no, hopefully, hopefully. that so, wasn't that wasn't the option. It was, you gonna feel better after we pray, See, and, I, yeah. and I'm you gonna go to the altar with, with Mama. We had this thing. What big Bigs, mama. When we oh, younger, Mama. When we was younger, we always had. We went to a dark place. We always had somebody to pull you out. You see what I'm saying, or somebody that's positive around you to pull you out of that dark place. These days, kids don't have positive stuff around, so that's why I'm thinking like it's happening earlier, younger now. So my my question is, is how much does social media play in that? Yeah, just directly that's Facebook and all that type of stuff. What, hey, what, from, what? Go ahead. From my experience, it doesn't play that. It's not as big as what people think it is. Really? Damn. It starts in the home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 And yeah, if yeah. we can be honest. There's a lot yeah. of shit going on in our home. Yo. Yeah, yeah, right. That we don't want to talk be. about. Right. And one thing that I talk about is uh, the toxicity mm-hmm. of what goes on in this house stays in this house. Man, yeah, yeah. yeah. I talk about that all the time. Hey, that was it. Is. Ever, yeah. but how, we didn't all heard it, right? Yeah, right. yeah right, but right. you know, one thing that I always say to people: if what happens in this house stays in this house, and the people in this house don't know how to fix what's going on in this house, the when the people in this house leave this house, they're gonna take that shit with them. That's right. into their house, it, and now you real. got multiple houses with the same shit in them. That's all fucked up. So it, that would make <laughs> so that would make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Why? In a lot of our art, and a lot of our music, and a yes. lot of our comedy, the joke, like the trauma jokes, were the same. Yeah, yes. you get what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Like the trauma yeah. jokes were the same. So the same, you know, feeling I felt when I got my ass whooped. You felt when you got your yeah. ass whooped yep. in D.C. You felt when you got your ass whooped in Detroit. You mm-hmm. felt when you got your ass like the same trauma jokes that we have. That uncle to stay in the back. Yeah. That, oh that yeah. Got all the not, problems. You better not leave that uncle around them kids. Right. 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 You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we all knew you ain't supposed to leave that uncle around them kids. You didn't know why. But you just know he in that back room, and somebody would ask you from time to time where them kids at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's yeah. The they problem. around them kids, yep. and that was but it. That's the problem. You're right. Don't because we don't it. address it. Mm-hmm. So why is so and so crazy? Why mm-hmm. we can't go by Uncle Ray Ray? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because Uncle Ray Ray has issues. But what are those issues? Mm-hmm. Because we know that trauma, just like mental health issues, is multi generational. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we don't even think about it as we're carrying our babies with yep. moms. That's we don't real. even think about epigenetics. Listen, and so we have to talk about it. Okay, he may not be right, but we need to say what it is because it may be another family member. Some shit skips mm-hmm. generations, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. We need to talk about it, and that may be an issue. Stop, stop sweeping shit under the rug. So, it's that shame, though. That's what the biggest thing is. It is that that shame that we've passed down for years, where we have just accepted it and said, "Hey, that's just how she is," mm-hmm. or you know, that's your grandmama. That's just how she mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. and it's that that's what creates that toxic loyalty 
You know what I'm saying? And hold that's on, hold like, on, hold on, hold on, because you, 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 you speak. I need you to slow down. I need you to say that again, because that's 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 a term right. that I haven't heard. I need you to define right. that. And toxic loyalty. Yes. Absolutely. So so what is that? so with chaos, what we define toxic loyalty it um as is being loyal to someone just because of the role that they play in your life, regardless of how they make you feel. And so when you when you <laughs> and that can be your mama and that can yeah. be your mama your that can be your daddy that can be your sister that can be your brother that can be your your grandmama that be, can be Uncle Charles that can, can be your be, kids that can be your kids your you know it can children. and yes. so you know we have been taught that's that what happens in your house stays in your house but that's also that that the fr- the phrase that comes to mind is that. But that's still your mom. You know, right. and that's still your dad. And that's, that's and, right. and, 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 and so right and so what that is is that teaches us to teach our children that no matter what someone does to you, you still have to be loyal to them. Mm. And so we teach that in our homes, yet we wonder why our children are loyal to a community or to streets that don't do nothing for them or that mm. continue right. to hurt them because we taught them that love means I'm loyal to you no matter what you do to me. So my next question is, how do you approach that conversation in the home? Who says, hey, I need to get everybody together. I got some things to say. How do we get to that conversation without throwing chairs, telling you to fuck off and all this type of shit and walk walking out? Well, if you happen to bring me an agent in. <laughs> I mean, because we'll I'm, I'm not your traditional right, therapist. Right, so we'll do it. I'm like, hey, I call it a thing a thing because I, I teach parents all the time. I need you to check yourself before you check your kids. Yeah, I heard that. Flat out. Yeah, yeah. Flat out. You know, and, that, and that's something you have to be able, like it's a chaos skill. We call it getting raw. You okay. have to be able to realize when things are not the way that they need to be. Realize when you're not in a place of balance. And if you if you are cursing your kids out all the time, if your mm-hmm. kids are always locked away in their rooms and they ain't dealing mm-hmm. with you, if you you know if y'all always if you and your kid is always into it, y'all banging like two niggas in the street. You know if this is what's going on, you need to realize that something's not okay. But then you have to learn how to admit what's your role in this. Mm-hmm parent what's your role you know what like adult what's your role in this and then what do I want this to look like and you gotta do the work you can't expect for something to happen if you're not willing to unlearn the things you thought were right and relearn a new way of doing things Uh, we also have to admit I just want to say that it's important that a parents apologize. Yes, okay. apologize to your parents. Kids if don't you do that because they feel like you know I'm the adult. The kid is supposed to respect me. Yep. No, but how you gonna ask somebody like to respect exactly. you, you when you disrespect them? Come and on, you can't now. even model their behavior for them. That's Teach okay. me. Say that I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a different type of parent. Yep. So mm-hmm. mine knows that. You didn't come here with a book. I'm not perfect. You're hey. not perfect. Mm-hmm. Mommy mm-hmm. fucked up. Dude, right. I tell my daughter that too. I'm like, look, I fucked but up. Listen, I'm learning, so though. Give what, me a hug. So this is what we <laughs> I'm sorry. We got it. Like it. And she be I like, Mom, that. I got you. I, I know. I, but that's just a. But I love I'm, it's a different type of parenting, mm-hmm. right? And like you know, you all mentioned, you mentioned about the struggles. We were once their age, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But times are very fucking different. Yes, yes we had bullying. We yeah. had issues with sexuality. It was, it was all those things were going on, but it's a very different climate now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The schools are. I couldn't imagine being a high school student or none of that right now. But can you homeschool me? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's different. So don't compare. <laughs> yeah, you know, don't compare. You know, times they were very different because yeah. it's different dealing with a. And I, and I say this often to people around you know certain ages. Is that it's different dealing with a with with the problem you can see. So the bully that I can see, I can direct my energy towards that bully. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. if I got a problem with you 
and I know it's you, mm-hmm. but there's literally on social media, you can be unseen, unseen. Yeah. And anonymous, yes. and you can just say all the craziest things in the world to me, and then you have adults and celebrities that can't deal with it. Yeah, so real. why do you think your 13-year-old going to be great at it? Without a fully functioning brain. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Real. Yeah. You know, that's and real. Yeah, that's the biggest yeah. thing. Like, I tell parents, and I'm sure AJ, you tell parents it all the time. I'm like, yo, you, you, can't, even, you can't even make it in your life. And your brain fully developed. Right. You know, your child's frontal lobe is not even fully developed. And that's the part of the brain that controls emotional regulation. So if you ask them why the hell they did that, they're going to tell you they don't know and they dead ass don't know. Right. You know, right. it controls their ability to think things through long term. If I do this, then this can happen and that can happen and then that can happen too. They don't even have that capacity to do that. So when you say why you do that, I don't know. They really don't know. But why, as parents or adults, do we have the expectation that they know every fucking thing? Book, and that they can do everything, especially if they haven't been taught. Because haven't we, mod- mm-hmm. the, the behavior hasn't been modeled for them. And it's, the realest thing is because parents parents forget But what I believe is. Because I have to check myself often. My daughter is 14 years old. She's standing my height. She's looking me in my face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My daughter have a cycle just like I do. She has emotions just and like I do. You know what I'm saying? Drive, you, you hear me? You know what I'm saying? And so it's <laughs> like, you know, and so you, you, you can say something to me and it can trigger something in me. And I have to check myself before I check you because little girl, who you talking to? You know what I mean? Right, and right. so you, a parent has to have the ability to control themselves and to tap out and not discipline from a place of anger or hostility so they don't react to what's normal in a child or they don't speak to when their child does something, it triggers something that ain't been healed inside of them and then they respond to it. You know, yeah. yeah. You know, you said one good thing apologize to your kids Mm -hmm. now if you don't now we understand that moms and dads they got a hard role out here but sometimes when you traumatize your kid by trying to push them in the right direction they hold that anger they hold and then what winds up happening when they finally get out on the street and they find somebody they're gonna find a victim to unload that power Mm -hmm. so so real quick we about to take a break but before we take a break you guys actually brought up something that's going to lead us into our next topic, which is the parents. Mm. So you said we didn't have a, you, you don't have a book, so you don't have a manual. Right. But kind of, kind of d- during the break, we want to kind of think about some of the things that parents can do to relate to some of their kids, kind of, kind of now and what's going on. Mm-hmm. So we're about to take a quick, quick break, um, play a little music for y'all, and then we'll be back um, just in a little bit. This is what we doing.
got me feeling crazy than a motherfucker. I got badass in this motherfucker. Puffin' on out. Machiavellian dog. Representing the outlaws. Badass representing the LBC. Oh, yeah. Just wanted to say. Time goes by. Puffin' on out. Gets me high, I got a nigga going crazy I feel crazy Last year was a hard, but life goes on Bumping my head against the wall, learning right from wrong They say my ghetto instrumental, detrimental to kids As if they can't see the misery in which they live Blame me for the outcome, man my record Check it, don't have to bump this, but please respect it I took a minus, and now the hard times are behind us Turned into a plus, now they stuck living blinded Hennessy got me feeling bad, time to stop drinking Rolling in my drop top jack, what's that constant? It's sitting in my car, watch the stars smoke I came a long way, but still I got so far to go Dear mama, don't worry, I'ma watch the snakes Tell Satch that I love her, but it's hard to date I got the letter that she sent me, and I cried for weeks This one came out when I tried to speak All I heard was the time goes by Puffin' don't lie, hoping that it gets me high Got a nigga going Sisters, it's time to fail Cause even thug niggas pray Open God, baby I entered the game Look how much I changed I'm no longer innocent Casualties of fame Made a lot of money Seen a lot of places And I swear I seen a peaceful smile On my mama's face When I gave her the keys To her own house This your land Your only son Don't became a man Watching time fly I love my people do or die But I wonder why Scared to let each other fly June 1, 6, 7, 1 Today, mama pushed me out of room Told me nigga get paid No one can understand me The black sheep, outcasted from my family Now packing heat, I run the streets A young runaway, live for the day When he lie, I can hear him say Come on, time goes by Buffing no lie Hoping that it gets me high Got a nigga going crazy A strong prescription drug has got me addicted to the pleasure and the pain it inflicted. Something about the paper with the pictures of the president's head. Damn, it's like a motherfucking plague that spread. It's epidemic, forgotten, forgotten. It got worse. I keep my head on straight, making money cause it's hurting. Making money makes a difference day by day, so I gotta stay. Ain't no doubt, day in and day out. This life is like a vicious cycle called fighting to live. No matter how hard you try, see death, you gotta die a lot of mind. Tears didn't make it to these years to come. Dear life, do them right, or dear life, leave them done. Who has the answers? I wonder. I turn to my elders, they aged and experienced, but they can't even tell you or tell me that they'll be right at the end of the road. Cause they don't even know a million things run through my mind. And I find my mama, you ain't got 
gotta be in jail, let me do it Two ways, two ways, gotta be in jail Remember this two times, time goes by Puffin' no lie, open air to kiss me high Open air to kiss me high So we back from break. That was uh, two songs related to the topic. Um, the last one was that that Machiavelli, which was my therapy coming up. You know what I'm saying? That Dog, song music, right there. When music I was... was a lot of my therapy coming up too. Like yeah. a lot. Like people didn't realize. Um, like a lot of teenagers, mm-hmm. like yeah. especially around that that era in our age, like music was it, and oh. the, our music stars. That's why I think it hurt so bad when we lost Pac and we we lost Big, because like for me. You know, I was a fan of, I was a huge fan of both. When I became older, I became more of a fan of Big, and this is why. He got a song called Sky's the Limit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And to this day, mm-hmm. that's my, like, the lyrics and what he's saying, you know what I'm saying, or or even Juicy and, yeah. and what he describes. And yeah. Like, he's so vivid with his lyrics. Of course, Story nothing's fucking Dear Mama. And, yeah, you know what I'm saying? See, but they that's were, that crazy right there, when yeah. Pop would say, I smoke a half ounce to the head, that was me, everything. I had to put everything on pause. Roll it up with nobody around, just me, that CD, and like, all right, what I'm gonna do next? You know right. what I'm saying? Gratefully that I made some somewhat wise decisions that didn't get me all the way fucked up. But as we talking here, that in itself can be dangerous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So definitely not knowing how to deal with things as a young person, right? And trying to become an adult and trying to become, you know what I'm saying? What you think you're supposed to become because parents have a lot to do with that. So before the break, um. We were we were talking about uh, the kids first and foremost and trauma and some of the things that they're dealing with and we kind of brought up the parents mm-hmm. and not having kind of the, the the rules and regulations on how how to raise kids because now I'm seeing just observational from outside looking in no judgment but I see a lot of, of younger parents that weren't parented <laughs> trying to parent their kids mm-hmm. and it's kind of a it's it's a weird dynamic to see I'm not saying it if, if it's good or bad but I see more of Relationships being developed with kids that are more friend related as opposed to authority figure. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of parent child, I ain't gonna say authority figure, but parent child. Mm-hmm. My mother used to always say, "You know, I'm not your friend. Right? Like, I'm I'm here to, I'm here to give you a certain amount of guidance." And what and what she kind of meant by that? Now, older, younger, I didn't understand it. I thought it was cruel. Mm-hmm. Older, I understand that it was. Look, my job is to look out for you when you don't know how to look out for you. 
Right. You think you do. I know you think you do. I know I know you're smart and I know you're intelligent. I know you think you know what's best for you. Right. right. I really know what's best for you. Been there, done that, got the t shirt. Right, right. So let me let me explain to you what's best for you. And in some cases, absolutely. And in some cases, absolutely not. Because again, you're not gonna go through my steps in life like I'm going through right, my right, steps in life. Right. So I guess my question is, um, for our two lovely guests and panelists, is that what what advice or what um kind of general um, counsel do you give to parents in parenting in this era as opposed to you know how how you grew up or how you may have been parented one I always tell parents that this is not your journey mm-hmm. oh, this okay. is not your journey oh. um, your child you were God gave you this child to raise it's your task right not to live through them. Mm, a lot of that. Not yep. to direct their a path. Right. A lot of that. Not to tell them what to do or, or how to, you know, what to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you a lot know, of that. What they should, you know, play sports, what they should study. What That's not your job. Mm-hmm. Your job is to nurture them, to help them grow, to find their way. Be supportive in that. No matter if that is not in line with your values, oh. mm-hmm. your beliefs. Because remember, we are all individual people. We may come from the same people. We're family, but we're all unique, right? right? And so, therefore, you have to respect that. I may have grown up in a Christian church, I mean, a Christian family, Mm -hmm. but I may decide to become a Muslim. Right. right? I may be Buddhist. I may, you know, I may become an atheist. So, you just brought up something, like, incredibly important, and I want to kind of pause it there and stop there before I I go to you, Hans. Um, I've seen parents especially with this kind of newer I'm not going to say that it's newer but it's more open as far as sexuality goes but I've seen parents disown their kids for claiming their sexuality Mm -hmm. in a Mm -hmm. very very young age like I've seen Mm -hmm. them I've seen people come out the closet as as young as 12 and 13 Mm -hmm. and in in, in the black community you know that ain't that ain't what it is still we're getting better but it yeah, ain't what it is religion. still. You because know what I'm saying? Religion. Yeah. So you have kids coming out of the closet, and then you literally have parents saying, "I don't fuck with you no more." Yeah. Like you got to go live with such and such because we don't we don't do that in this house. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna do it. And if you live under my roof, you are gonna live by my rules. And kind of go on. So what? How how does that affect the child psychologically? Oh, it fucks, fucks them up. up. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's no... There's no... There's no left and right. No, right. It, it, I mean, I just dealt with that this... heard it here first. I just, I just dealt with that this week. I, man, mm-hmm. we I got a chaos character d- dedicated to this shit. Like, Damn. that... Yeah. You know, because it, it's... And, the, and when you were talking about it, we both were like, that's religion. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean, and and it's just that's a whole nother whole nother dis- discussion. I mean, we can touch, we can you, know, re- we can you know, you know, but because, you know, because, church because there are two things with with the church that I do have a problem with, and I'll say publicly. Mm-hmm. One of them is the way that we handle, um, you know, the LGBTQ mm-hmm. community, mm-hmm. and another is trying to pray away yes. things that are chemi- like physically and yes. chemically yes. wrong yes. with yes. you yes. Yes. that weren't. Yes, that yes. I know prayer changes things and I believe in manifestations and I believe in a higher power I'll stop there yes, yes. but what I don't believe is that if a person is bipolar and mm-hmm. you take them to church mm-hmm. and you say alright we just gonna pray on this person that doesn't mean that they need to stop taking their meds exactly. because you prayed over right, right. or that and, they don't need to go get me exactly right. like, and, and 
Yeah. Like the biggest so church hurt is real. We just church gonna just, hurt. Church we just hurt. gonna put that okay. out there. Okay. You know, church okay. hurt is real. You know what I mean? And so you know and so you know, when you talk about church hurt, it talks about the the things that have happened inside of the church, the molestations, mm-hmm. the the yeah. the sexual abuse, the emotional abuse, the physical abuse, the psychological abuse, the manipulation. Mm-hmm. You know, those things that have happened inside of the church that nobody talks about. Nobody talks about. You know what I'm saying? And then the way that people are manipulated to do and think certain ways because of the way that the Bible is used against them or used to make them feel bad about where or who they are, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, and also the thought process that you can't pray to God and see a therapist at the same time. Like I tell people all the time, it's absolutely okay for you to pray and take your issues and take your depression and take your anxiety and take your whatever it is to God. But then don't you shy away when he sends you a therapist, that, you, I you know, it, I because that. if you got cancer. You're going to take it to the altar, but you also going to take take it to chemo. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So, but but the thing to that is, if you do believe in a higher power, we know that God provides, right? Mm -hmm. And so he provides resources. Yes. And so Mm -hmm. those resources include your doctors, lawyers, your Mm -hmm. medicine and things like that. So Mm -hmm. I'm not understanding why. What the issue mm-hmm. is, and like you said, with the church hurt, one thing we don't talk about is when they talk about unconditional love. Yeah, yeah. What is unconditional love? It's provisional. <laughs> That's what they do in our society mm-hmm. and in, 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 the, in the church. Yeah, and it sometimes is, it's, in it's our homes uncon- with our children. It's it's, it's conditional. It. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, it's conditional. Mm-hmm. Specifically with the LGBT mm-hmm. family this week, mm-hmm. mom disowned a child. Yep, I had allowed. Not just herself, the other family members, members in the home, community, to mistreat this child. Really? That's fucked up. In, 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 oh, can yeah, you say in what kind of way? Well, probably. Because, you know. Patient. Oh, oh. patient. Well, no, I mean, I mean this too, is just in general. general. No, this is just in it general. Happens. You know, the abandonment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, because you're this way. and But remember, God makes no mistakes. None. Mm-hmm. None. Everything happens and if you are, should. if you are truly a believer you know he makes no mistakes he teaches us to love each other love unconditionally that is your child Mm -hmm. as a professional if my child came to me today mom I am a lesbian okay where's she at is she good for you is she treating you you right I can't (laughs) they don't have shit to do with me Right. right, I'm trying to make sure that my child is healthy, happy, and whole. Yes, right. But I'm fucking it up if I am telling her she can't, you know, be with this person that makes her happy mm-hmm. and, and things like that. You know what I'm saying? See, so it's for me it, in that particular case. It's for every action there's option equal reaction. It's a mm-hmm. So when a, when a parent does that to their child. And it goes to all that hurt when the documentary comes out and they want to talk to your child. That's when you get thrown clean under the bus. <laughs> now you're crying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. the money is good for you to do right. this. So now let's, uh-huh. let's approach the hurt. But I right always love Sarah. Yeah. 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 No, you didn't. Because we knew your ass was sleeping from house to house. She had to talk to you for two hours and agree to do this documentary. Just have a release for You know what I mean? So I just feel like if we don't get that into the house, early yeah. it doesn't spread out to the point where we're, like we say this a lot like we want to make sure that we take care in house first before it gets out yeah. when we, it gets every, out it's always going to be crazy everything yeah, is internal is. first and I think that yeah. I think that with that just kind of kind of adding to it I think the biggest thing that we do that does a disservice to us as black folks is that we repress so much sexually like sexually we we really put our kids and people in a box and when we put them in this box 
if you step out of if you step outside of that, like there's so many unwritten rules, oh, mm-hmm. like so many unwritten yeah, rules. Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you sound a certain way, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she dresses a certain hand, way. Hand movement. Oh, yeah. She, yeah. oh, she this. Oh, she that. Like, like the term and this term is offensive as hell, but I gotta say it because it's funny as fuck. And my grandma used to say it. She used to say, "Oh, she a bull die." Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh bull yeah, yeah, I remember she a bull that. Yeah. Or that, or Mama, that, or what's that. A, what's a bull dagger? Or that no, baby sweet. The or that baby, that baby sweet. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That baby sweeter yeah. than yeah. iced tea. Yeah. Yeah. Got, got a little sugar, sugar in his tank. tank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. we have all of these terms, yes. and again, these again say the terms, and everybody's familiar with them. It's mm-hmm. nothing. It's nothing new. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But why do we not why? Because we kind of know why. What can we kind of do moving forward as parents, as as now embracing this from a mental health standpoint? To where we don't put these labels on these kids and have these kids out here so damn confused trying to be something that they not. Because nothing's more awkward and frustrating to than to see a young man who I know. I know all day long. I'm looking mm-hmm. at him like, you gay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're gay. Mm-hmm. You're a great basketball player. You're a great football player. You're mm-hmm. great this year. Great that. But you're gay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know you're trying to be straight because your father wants you to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you can't be made that because he wants you, you to be. Right. Like, but because I we you know. We see it. We yeah. know. Don't have a problem. We cool. Be bruh. You. Can you count your money, bruh, is what I'm asking. Bruh, long Please. as you hit, long you as you hit 20 a game, can you right. chill? Can what you, you do, my nigga? Like, are you, we are know. You, are you out here? You know what I'm saying? We Spread know, but, but, but again, you know this isn't. But, okay. but that as, that's a man. So you guys are men. So right. answer that question. If you had a son. Okay, well, so just, you know, from just as a perspective, some men. Okay, okay. Because you, you, you said you the father. Wait a minute. Because you said the father, right? You yeah, said the father. The father yeah. Because I'm sure he's putting the pressure. Mm-hmm. Because because I think that just in general, that a father wants his son to be like him, and I think that this it's very ego, but it's also very human. You want your you want your son like I'm. I'm tall. I want my son to be tall. You know, I'm. Mm-hmm. I I like certain things. I like my son because again, we relate on that. Yeah, because the same way that I relate to my friends when we talk about certain subjects is how we relate. Mm-hmm. Now, again, evolution. No understanding things. Understand if we really talk in unconditional mm-hmm. love and understanding love. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go first. I don't care what you are as long as you happy. I don't care what you are. I don't, you know, blood, crib, Democrat, Republican, uh, you know, gay, straight, whatever. I don't care what you are. Are you happy doing that? Because the goal no longer for me is the material shit. The goal is happiness. Yeah. That's it. Like, that's it. If you're happy, you win it. In my book. It may not be everybody else's book, but in my book. So if you got $50 million and you're happy with $50 million, you won. But if you got $2 and you happier than the guy that got $50 million, I don't give a fuck what they say from the outside, you win. That's real. So when when we talk about our kids and we talk about certain relationships that they have, because, again, what kills me about the sexuality thing is that unless I'm looking, I can't tell. For the most part. Like, unless I'm looking, I can't tell. For the most so part. So I can't look at you and go, oh, she's straight. I can't look at you and go, oh, you're gay. Because, again, I've been wrong. I've seen some of the most masculine women go home to a guy. Yeah. And have three and four and five kids. Yeah. And look, and then I talk to their guy, and it's like, do you think she said nope? Because when we behind closed doors, she's something totally different. And I, and I believe you. She just presents herself that way because that's the way she's comfortable presenting herself. Mm-hmm. And I think that that throws shit off because, again, we, in our mind, we come up with architects of what masculinity is. Yeah. yeah. See, Femininity yeah. is. The gay agenda. And yeah, then yeah. The super woke brothers want to argue about. Yeah. We're trying to make everybody gay, yeah. and it's like right. that's not but, how it works. <laughs> no, no <laughs> like, but like, this, like, that's not how it works, bro. Just to answer your question. If I had a son, 
that uh, was gay for whatever reason. Okay, that's what it is. But me personally, like when I was in high school, I took a business class. And one of the first thing they told us was that uh, people of that community have more disposable income to do other things. To me, that's what my mind going to be. Sorry, so like, you get great cool. Mm -hmm. So what are we doing with your money? Bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you don't have a lot of, of money because you're not going to be spending on certain things. So right. let's talk about your investment portfolio. So that's what we're doing going forward to help our family get out of this Yeah, You this might, game, you know you might even want to guide ourselves. him towards mm -hmm. some, of you know our, some of our Jewish brothers. And yeah, you, you, might you get see what I'm talking about? You see what I'm saying? Make the case for the family so we can come up out of the poverty we You might want to get with You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And go on a date See what, hey, talking see, about. see what is going on, man. That's it. You want to do it. Yeah, and you know? when you have your wedding, you spend all the money on you want to do because you got it. I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be I'll there. Y'all be there. You don't be stylish. But why fight it? I mean, what, what, what's, what are you going to gain? Yeah. Fighting it now. If you want a straight son, go have another one. You have three, four, five. <laughs> you to get what you want. You know what I'm saying? I, but, but strictly from that professional, because we kind of went on attention. Mm -hmm. But from that professional standpoint, how do you guys view that? And and how do you, I guess treat or combat combat that i mean i guess it goes back to to what aj was saying you know you your kids are their own person mm. and so anything that you want for your kids that you hold against them when they don't match up to that is fucked up on your behalf yeah that's real you know what i'm saying no matter how you look at it because for whatever assignment they got we all got an assignment mm -hmm. we all have a purpose we have a reason for being here and so for whatever reason they are here and whatever their purpose is and what their walk is for you to condemn them because it doesn't look like what you want it to look like. That's the most selfish shit ever. That's real. That's you know, real. and people don't want to look at it that way, but call a thing a thing. That's the most selfish shit ever. It is. And that's why so many people have so many problems with their kids because I want you to be who I want you to be. And I don't want you to be who you may naturally be fucking driven to be. Right. I want to stunt that. Thank you. I want to stunt that. You know what I'm saying? And why is it okay for you to do that? You know, as a parent, do we really stop to ask ourselves that, you know, when we do something to our kids, do we really stop to ask ourselves, why is it okay for me to do this to my damn child? The energy spent doing it, though. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. Like, is it you really worth aware. But the thing is, can you, 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 you treating your kid like you would a nigga off the street. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But then, you want, that, but then like, you, you want that baby to be loyal to right, you. Right. Make it make sense. That. But, but that, okay, but that goes directly back to what you said. Mm -hmm. I literally, like, I literally have had conversations with people that I love and care about parental units. I'm not going to say which one, but you can guess mm -hmm. if you know me. Um, and they will literally say, because I'm such. And yeah. because I'm such. Mm -hmm. They'll say and do the most fucked up and wrong shit and that you can I'm, do. Yeah. And then we'll go back and say, but we family. No. No, right. Our hugs and cyber kisses, whatever. But hell, my my favorite saying is let this shit go. Bye. That includes family, friends. It just it's when the shit is toxic, it's toxic. And let yeah. that shit go. It, it's no excuse to it. It's no you do not have to deal with it. No, we need to stop telling our kids, our people. Period. Yo, deal with it. Fuck that. Thank I don't you. like this. I don't have to deal with it. I'm not going to. And you no. move on. Because why is it okay for us to teach our kids that it's okay for you to hurt yourself on purpose? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know it's fucked up. You know it don't feel good. You know you don't like it. You know you don't like how, to, how they talk to you. They touch you. They make you feel. You don't like it at all. Mm -hmm. But 
suck that shit up and and, and make it be make it be okay because that's that's this person to you. Yeah, so be different there. So, so then, yeah, like, I'm talking. You ain't gonna meet me. You ain't gonna meet her. You ain't gonna talking to folks. No, we we're not we're not that. How does it make you feel? No, 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 they know. No, dog. Very open. Yes, honest. Yes, direct. Yes, wrong. Come get this. I'm real. You may get a shit or a damn. Yeah. Hey, I stop disclaimer. I curse. Do you have a problem with that? Very, I'm very unapologetic. I don't switch. I cold switch. At all. What that's you nice. see right here that's is nice. what that's you nice. see that's outside nice. of here. Anybody that knows me know that. Mm-hmm. No, this. Be- because right. how, how the hell am I finna yeah. ask you to come in here and bear your motherfucking soul to me and I'm finna be somebody that I'm not make you it make scripting sense it. You scripting come on it. now right. come on now you heard me come on now I'm finna be me you crying goddamn it I might be in here crying with your ass come on we finna get through this I, the one thing that I tell my therapist and I'm sure AJ you, you the same you know when anybody that you talk to that's becoming a therapist be yourself Every fucking body else so, is taken. So, Stay in your lane. Thank well, that's you. Real. So if Stay we, in yours. If, if we looking for help as a black community, I would rather go to somebody that understands me personally mm-hmm. on all levels, talk the talk that I'm used to, yeah. get the vibe that I'm used to, so I can really get comfortable enough to go through everything that I'm going. I want to go through with mm-hmm. you. Because I think that that's a. I think that that's an issue. Matter of fact, I don't think I know. So I did some research before the show, of course, mm-hmm. and one of the things that's missing in the black community is a lack of black therapists right so we don't have the different choices that other communities have mm-hmm. so one in three one in three has has self-identified as some type of mental health issue one in three which mm-hmm. to me being real kind of low i think it's more like two and three but i'm just sure that's just me Who grew I, I don't want to assume Nobody. i Nobody. think i think there's two things that that hurt our community that if we fix these two things you fix a generation economical economical success slash opportunity mm-hmm. and therapy. Yeah. And the reason why I say those two specifically is because America is based off of, of capitalism and economics. You know yeah. economics, you know America. America is what you can buy and sell, goods and services, period. Dot. You understand that. You understand how to get yourself out of any type of oppression. Second is, if your mind is not right, you can't do the first one. That's no. real true. So That's a lot true. of people, <laughs> a lot of people that are high level and high functioning professionals which I want to talk on probably next segment but a lot of people that are high functioning um, professionals go to therapy yeah you do they go to coaches like they go to coaches but they go to coaches for performance like (laughs) CEOs and things of that nature they go to therapists so they can get their mind right so they can go out and perform y'all gotta decompress that's the real shit like I tell people all the time people be like when people be like you know Candace, you see somebody? I see my lady every second Tuesday at 2 o'clock. You had to stop playing with me. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I tell people all the time, if your therapist doesn't have a therapist or hasn't had a therapist, I'm going to need you to get somebody else because who the fuck is helping them with their shit? Yeah, buddy. Dead ass. Yeah, yeah. Dead Dead ass. A person cannot hold all that. No. We We are human. We we go through the same shit everybody else do. How we going to teach self-care and not have it? I see mine and yo, I see and other therapy. You hire me? You yo, think you think it's a game? We are going to a quick break so you can let that simmer with you. Let that simmer. You know that the simmer is fair. That's what you want to say. As always, check us out. As always, check us out on what we're doing. STL.com. My city, my music as well. Check us out. We are live five to seven. Episodes drop every Wednesday. What we doing? STL. Black owned and operated. Go ahead. We be right back. Yep. Uh. Yeah. Slap shit. Yeah. 
Slang shit is like, it's like, both the fuck out, so, for real. See, to live, is to suffer. But to survive, well, that's to find meaning in the suffering. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear shit up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up. I've been through mad different phases, like mazes, to find my way. And now I know that happy days are not far away. If I'm strong enough, I'll live long enough to see my kids. Doing something more constructive with the time than bitch. I know because I've been there, now I'm in there. Sit back and look at what it took for me to get there. First came the bullshit, the drama with my mama. She got on some fly shit, so I split and said that I'ma be that seed that doesn't need much to succeed. Strapped with mad greed, a heart that doesn't bleed. I'm ready for the world, or at least I thought I was. Bagging niggas when I caught a bus. I'm thinking about how short I was. Going too fast, it wouldn't last, but yo, I couldn't tell. Group homes and institutes prepare my ass for jail. They put me in a situation forcing me to be a man. When I was just learning to stand without a helping hand. Damn, wasn't my fault, something I did. To make a father leave his first kid at seven, doing my first bid. Back on the scene at 14, broke a scheme to get more green than I'd ever seen in the dream. And by all means, I will be living high off the hog. Never gave a fuck about much but my dog. That's the only motherfucker I'd head off in my last. It's another little nigga headed nowhere fast. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I got to get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear shit up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. Hey, yo, I'm slipping. I'm falling. I got to get up. Get back on my feet so I can tear shit up. That ain't the half. Shit gets worse as I get older. Actions become bolder. Heart got cold, chip on my shoulder Did I dare the nigga to touch Didn't need a click, cause I scared a nigga that much One deep, with the pitch, starting shit with kicks Catching Vicks, throwing bricks, getting by, being slick Used to get high, just to get by Used to have to puff mine L in the morning, before I could fly Ate something, couple of 40s made me hate something After some coke, now I'm ready to take some Three years later, showing signs of stress didn't keep my hair cut, or give a fuck how I dress I'm possessed by the darker side, living the cruddy life Shit like this, kept a nigga with a bloody knife Wanna make records, but I'm fucking it up Slipping, I'm falling, can't get up Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, can't get up I'm slipping, I'm falling, can't get up Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up Get back on my feet so I can tear shit up Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up Wasn't long before I hit rock bottom. Niggas talking shit like, damn, look how that got open like a window. No more endo. Look at a video, say to myself that could have been yo. Ass on the TV, believe me, could be done. Something got to give, got to change. Now I got a son. I got to do the right thing for shorty, and that means no more getting high. So I get back, looking tight, slick again Fake niggas jump back on my dick again Nothing but love for those that know how it feel And much respect to all my niggas that kept it real Kept a nigga strong, kept a nigga from doing wrong Niggas know who they is, and this is your fucking song And to my boo, who stuck with a nigga do All the bullshit, you get yours, because it's due Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up Hey yo, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I got to get up Get back on my feet so I can tear shit up Hey yo, I'm 
Just another Tupac Classic Classic I think top three Above the Rim Is probably top three Like Soundtracks uh, Soundtracks of all Okay time. The show uh, Above the Rim And Waiting to Exhale Okay I'm done you said Waiting to Exhale I was gonna say Waiting to Exhale Because you know We, we family So I'm gonna share something with you Sitting up in my room is my happy song. That's my song. That's my too. happy song. That's my happy Mine song. Too. Like, like I know sitting up in my room, like by Brandy, like, I, like, as soon as I hear that, that little, like, as soon as I hear that, I get a little happy. I get a little happy. Yeah, I can jam the whole know, thing. But anyway, so, you know what I'm saying? So we just got through uh, taking a break and we want to hit on some topics. So, one of the topics we definitely want to hit on while we have these two professionals here uh, is some of the barriers in our community to therapy. And one of the barriers that I see well it's a couple barriers that I see one of them being lack of resources as in lack of money people think that therapy is super expensive they really think that you have to be rich to, to be mentally healthy yeah because we look like at they it, really we look at they the really associate they those two things together <clears throat> so that's one of the barriers that I see it's also priorities yeah, it's yeah. Priority. Yes. It's necessity versus luxury yes absolutely okay. yes yeah, yeah. yes absolutely because it's a lot of people that pay like $250 to get their hair done but then they won't pay they $40 or $50 copay to get therapy see but knowledge bomb knowledge bomb gotta be real yeah. um, so the first I got a couple barriers I want to talk about but the first barrier I gotta ask y'all about is the church barrier because and, and kind of to, to preference this question and to rephrase it um, a lot of people will 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 pray things away. Mm-hmm. Sure. They will pray things away. They will pray away anxiety. Mm-hmm. They will pray away bipolar disorder. They will pray away depression. They will pray away um, some of these traumatic events that they've been right. through. Such and such got killed, but I prayed and I'm all right. My baby was born, stillborn, and I prayed mm-hmm. and I'm all right. Mm-hmm. Like, me personally, I don't think that you're all right after those things. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you what you feel, nor am I here to do so. But I just want to hear from a professional standpoint, are those some of the, the barriers that you hear? And how do you treat folks that are in the church and that kind of think that God and therapy don't go together? Well, one, it starts with the uh, faith leader. Mm. Okay. What does your your pastor or your minister, what do they believe? What, what does your because reverend? what are they preaching mm-hmm. and teaching mm-hmm. to the congregation? So if he doesn't believe the congregation is not going to believe. You can't believe how many times I've heard, oh my gosh, I didn't know, you know, I've been dealing with this. Now I know it's depression for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. But let me go and talk to my pastor mm-hmm. and I'll call you back about making an appointment. What the fuck for? You already made the right <laughs> you step. Need, you need permission to get there? Right. No, 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 no. So, so. But no, but, 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 a, but, but, that's, but so, that's real. So, so that's this real. was a misconception that I had, especially when I, I, I see the doctor and reverends or the reverend doctors or or the doctor bishops or the bishop doctors 
depending on the church you go through, yeah, right. initials. Are they really? Are they really licensed? Are they licensed counselors? Hell therapists? no. No. Fucking no. No. Bruh, let me swear I didn't know that. You I didn't know, know that. I didn't know that. I thought no, they were. No. So. <laughs> no. I can't get up. Do we have a care? You need to see Listen, I can't get up and <laughs> preach. Day, I mean, right? I could get up and preach a sermon if I wanted to, but that's not my lane. Right. right. And so we can collaborate and work together. They are doing substance abuse counseling. They are doing marriage counseling. They, uh -huh. they are crossing boundaries. Yes. As uh -huh. a therapist, I cannot go to my client's baby shower. I can't go to the wedding. I can. There are things that really? I cannot do. No boundaries. Mm, Boun we not friends. I'm not so oh, friend. You guys ever seen that uh, that movie? What about Bob? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is. It's clear. But they don't have them. You have some practicing as such. Now, don't yes. get me wrong. There may be a few that have training, but are they following the ethics code? Mm -hmm. Are they licensed? Mm -hmm. Are they causing more harm than they are good? What about that, the money issues, that, so the that, sexual issues? It's other things. That's, that what about we, the need for medication and you not you knowing when it's time to refer somebody out? They don't know how to refer. Right. Because mm. a lot of them, again, Practicing outside of go, your scope. Yes. <laughs> practicing outside of your And it goes back to, again, what does your pastor believe? Your, your faith leader believe? If he does not believe, he's not going to recommend or encourage you to go see somebody. Mm -hmm. You come see me. Mm-hmm. So you, you brought up the economics of it all. So if you're talking to a pastor and, and this member has forty dollars for tithes, or they can give it to you, and they say they're gonna fight for that forty dollars over to you. Go for it. I mean, I, go for it. No, this is my dissertation topic. Okay. Come on, girl. The right. impact of religion and spirituality on the come mental on, health treatment. Come on, come on, come on, come on. I had that issue. I was told that I need to stop doing that. Really? Don't do my my topic. Fuck you. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> it's impacting our people seeking services. At, hey. Mm. One of one of the big one yeah. of the biggest barriers, I think economics is second, and and third I think is understanding, which I want to hit those three. But I think the biggest one is the church. I think people don't understand, like I didn't understand till right now today, mm -hmm. that that pastor mm -hmm. with the initials and the doctor mm -hmm. was not a licensed counselor in no way, shape, form, or fashion. I didn't. I thought because they offer all of these services. And then they make it seem like they actually are if, treating yeah. people who actually have these actual mental disorders and diseases. If it doesn't say PsyD, PhD, LPC, LCSW, like if it doesn't say any of those things behind their name, no. They may have a doctorate in theology, but it's not psychology. Mm. Or, or uh, social work. Well, or, or social work. Yeah, because well, I'm licensed in social work, you know. And it's you, you. I need you to have some type of mental health background. Just that, because you got a doctor, don't mean no. That pastor too, you know. We putting too much on him. You know what I'm saying? We asking he too human. much of him. He's <clears throat> human. Like the same issues that you have, he probably him. got. Them. He mm -hmm. just hide them a little better. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if or you're not hiding them at all, right? right. That's when they come see me. Yep. So sometimes, <laughs> oh wow, if, if they ain't not, mm -hmm. you know, I see clergy. Yeah. Oh wow. 
Yeah. Why? Oh, so so I, see, I see populations that most people don't see. Mm-hmm. When I talk about staying in my lane, I know what this sister mm-hmm. does, but I know what I'm called to do exactly. too. Exactly. So I stay mm-hmm. here. So if somebody called me and they got something going on, I'd be like, okay, that's not my area, but I can send you to her. <laughs> see, that's, that. that's, that's collaboration. Right. That's, right. that's, that's, that's what it means when we say we're better together because I know what I do and I know what I don't do. So, right. so, Same thing. So let's stay right there and let's, let's talk about um, cost. So dispel the myth that therapy is for rich folks like dispel that for me in two minutes therapy is not it depends on what it is so like with my with us we got a sliding scale plus we take insurance and so I have um, I may have uh, provisionally licensed therapists there Mm -hmm. that are going to cost you you can see a provisionally licensed therapist for $50 Wow. You know, um, fifty dollars, and that's that's it. You that ain't even a good steak meal. You know, and right. and then you know, if you have Medicaid, there is no copay at all, so you can just come if you so got Medicaid. Mm. And most of the time, they don't even know that it's on, they have that benefit on the back yeah. of their insurance. Yeah. If you flip your really? insurance card yeah. over, it may say behavioral health services or, or specialist. Yeah. Yeah. Your, yeah, so y'all got insurance, and y'all and, don't even know what's going on. And, if, with, and with usually, your, when you got insurance, you know your copay is between twenty five and maybe fifty dollars. Yeah. That's your copay. Reading you know, and, and that's and that's if you have commercial. But if you have Medicaid, state insurance, adult or child, there is no copay. You just go see the therapist. Now to say no, no, no. Now I gotta touch on that because what you said, I think is a more sinister reason why. Because I think if you have a pop, if you have a population that is physically and mentally healthy, then you have a pop- powerful population, especially if that population is informed anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world that you go. If you have a, a large population of people that are highly intelligent, highly physically, physically healthy mm-hmm. and mentally healthy, that population is, is thriving anywhere in the world. Saudi Arabia. So. You have like, and, and again, because I've actually lived. I lived in Kuwait, mm-hmm. and what are the kind of secrets of Kuwait that people don't realize is that therapy, right? Muslims mm-hmm. devout will stop the world and pray five times. Like they will stop. You will stop in traffic. They will break out their prayer prayer um, mats and they will pray to Mecca five times a day, whole country. You know what I'm saying? Like it it, it is like that. Like if you eat a pork chop during Ramadan, you go to jail. Mm-hmm. Like no 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 if and buts about it they don't play so yeah. so yeah. when you talk about them and you talk about some of their population you would think nah they don't believe yeah they do and not only that therapists get paid over there bro like, it's a necessity they get yeah. money over there so, bro like don't so like, so I definitely mm-hmm. wanted to dispel that myth because a lot of people think that therapy is for rich folks mm. but so, do you think a lot of that has to do with I don't know about everybody in the room, but coming up, the first thing I thought about therapy is the Jewish community and how they portray it on television and how how they go. Do we think kind of look, think that when we think therapy, or do you get something different? No, when you so that's for crazy people. I ain't crazy. I, I don't ain't need crazy. therapy. Mm-hmm. I got my friends. I got mm-hmm. my mom. I got my pray. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that's another one. So I think that which leads me to my y'all, y'all two and a half, and here's my third one. Mm-hmm. I think that comes to therapy in the black community I think there is a stigma and a privacy issue Mm -hmm. that we are scared of I think that the stigma is that you're crazy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and crazy could mean a number of things depending Mm -hmm. on because we use that word loosely 
Yeah, very, we, we use very it very, very loosely when we talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I and I try to correct people when I can because people don't realize there's a such thing called a disorder. Yeah. And I didn't know what those things were until I encountered people with a disorder. OCD is a disorder. Yes. Not being really, really clean don't mean you OCD. OCD is a person who has to touch a knob three times or they have to touch their bottle three times Mm -hmm. and it's three and everything they do is three times Mm -hmm. and they can't help it. They Mm -hmm. would love to help it, but Mm -hmm. they can't help it. Mm -hmm. So they do these things over and over again. So I think with black folks, it's this stigma of crazy and I think it's also, they think that you young ladies are out here basically Telling everybody, telling their business because the we was right. talking to don't put my business in the street. Right, right, right. right. So can we, we talk about that's what yeah. I was, I was leading to. So tell us about the confidentiality agreement that you have with your patients that can't, you know. Well, it's I tell all the time, you know, this is it. Whenever a client comes to me, what happened between us happens between us and it stays between us. I tell them, you know, I'm your walking diary, mm. point blank period. I'm your walking diary. You don't even with a key. Now, the only time that I got to open up this key, the only time that I got to open up this diary is if you tell me that you want to harm yourself or harm somebody else. Mm. And that's the only time if you are a harm to yourself or somebody else. Other than that, you can come in here and tell me whatever it is you want to tell me, and it's going to stay with me. Absolutely. And that's it. On the penalty of the law, correct? That's it. Yes. Let's go with that word crazy. On my license. That word crazy, like I said, it's dismissive, but... If you, some of y'all, if y'all go to church, pray for understanding for people who you think are so-called crazy and what steps, what made them crazy. You yes, get what, I'm what saying? happened to them? What That's happened true. to them? Mm-hmm. And how can he come back from it? If he can or she can come back from it. So one of my questions I have is, you know, we talk about, you know, medication, getting to make sure you have the right, uh, your balance is right and all that. So how does the increasing legalization of marijuana affect your business? Well, for, for me, well, they call me the hoods therapist. So I, I, done, I done met with a many of clients. I'm sitting in my car talking to them, and they are on in their car, and they done rolled up, and now mm-hmm. we're having a conversation. Right. You know what I'm saying? And just to be 100 with you, I would rather them smoke a blunt than pop a pill, and we don't know what the long-term effects of it is. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And that's just being real. You know, so wow. I'm very happy that they are now, they have legalized it for medical Mm-hmm. And I will be so happy when they go ahead and legalize it for recreational. Yeah, you do. know, I'm so a, that is so, 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 so yeah. We will be posting all of the information that's for both a, therapists. I think that's for both of ours yeah. because, like I tell everybody, I see from your clergy to your neighborhood depot. Right. Mm-hmm. right. You know right. what I'm right. saying? Right. So, yeah. I mean, that's just so that's your hood therapist. I'm your people. That's right. You know what I'm saying? We both trapped there. That's yeah, yeah, all yeah, all yeah, and done. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, trap therapy. We trap therapists. This is where I want to work. This is where I want to work. I tell them all the time. I got on some chucks and some jeans and a hoodie. Let's roll. Let's get comfortable. Let's go. And I have stepped out and people think that they be like, Candace, you need to suit it and boot it. Hey. You, I'm not gonna walk in nowhere suited and booted when I see when my clients are a certain way. Why am I getting ready to do that? I don't need to go in there with no briefcase to let you know. Yeah. No, we finna sit here and we finna get this healing. Let's go. I, like I, that's I what you're to do. Somebody up. If I came in ready to talk and somebody came in so surgical, right? That's gonna make think, you feel intimidated. Yeah, and I think yeah. that would, and I think yeah. that would have been a barrier as well. So I'm glad yeah. we touched. No, okay. shoot, I may have to run too. Do you y'all heard know some me. of these neighborhoods that I go into? I'm duck and drive by. Yeah. Man, hey, yo, I had a client where I was like. 
like don't play and so i got my i mean so you go you do field work then you go to people's houses and things i've or? been doing this for over 20 years i, yeah. I started doing this in high school mm. i knew what i wanted to do in fifth or sixth grade i've been following That's my mentor this is this That's is all up. i know i don't know shit else I heard that. right this is this is me this is like i said you what you want to be when you grow up yes this is all i know you know what I'm saying? My people. Yeah. So Found I've been purpose. in those neighborhoods people don't want to go to from the city of St. Louis to the streets of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Southside, that's my second home, right? Mm-hmm. I'm boots on the ground. I would go out crisis calls yeah. for after your major shootings and things yeah. like that. That's me. Mm-hmm. I'm, the, I'm the sister there yeah. with a group of dudes behind me mm-hmm. strapped. Don't touch her. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Ain't that right, the most? Right. That, but the that's one the thing I can say I is this. That. Being the hood's therapist, being the people's therapist. The protection that they that that the hood will put around you, you be like, hey, let's go, let's go, let's go, you know. And I and I am grateful for that. And I tell every brother and every sister, I tell them, I'm grateful and thankful for you, you know, because you trust me with you, and Mm -hmm. that's what's up. Let's go. You got you got you just brought up uh, two things, right? You say one that marijuana. It does help has some healing yeah, medical properties. With anxiety and your Second stuff. Amendment rights makes everyone safer. So, the two things they always want to talk about in the black community have a problem with, weed and guns. Yeah. And, and when used correctly, are you saying with your personal, your professional opinion that is proper? Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to be said. I don't want to be I like said. How so we should, you know? I, I can understand why um, if you want your FOIA card, you can't, you know, be uh, have the card to use the marijuana. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm going to just tell y'all, I would rather y'all go get that four-way card. Yeah. And be prepared in case we have to organize and mobilize so that we can be ready to that do what we need one. to that do. get a manual <laughs> You know what I'm saying? saying? But that's just my my hey, thinking. Hey. I'm not against it, though. Hey. But just but be smart in what it is that you are Doing trying to do. So, well put. got to got to touch on this because this has been a burning question for me as well. Um, So, how does early... Uh, Early childhood trauma manifests itself in certain adults. Meaning, you grew up in a violent neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You 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 been you seen shots all your life. You seen somebody die, or specifically, just being real with women. Um, as I've become older and talking, I have a lot of female friends. I have a lot of people that confide in me, and I didn't know that sexual abuse was so prevalent in mm-hmm. our community because we don't talk about it. Right. It's just something that we don't discuss. So I was starting to notice pattern with certain certain women that I either dealt with or certain women that I even talked to that were sexually abused when they were, you know, earlier in their lives. You know what I'm saying? And how some of those things kind of manifest. And not just one, you know, because, again, if it was just one, that's one thing. No, 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 no. I'm talking six, seven, eight. Now, again, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't think this was a thing. So what what are some of the things that you see when you see that early trauma in, in these young girls and, and they're trying to be women out here and some of the things that you kind of see? So there is something called adverse childhood experiences, mm-hmm. ACE scores. Mm-hmm. And so there's 10 things that can happen to a child between the ages of 0 and 18 that changes the trajectory of their lives. It literally changes their chemical and physical makeup. Wow. Literally changes it. And so you look at it, it's sexual abuse. You have um, you have emotional abuse, emotional neglect, mm-hmm. physical abuse, physical neglect. You have um, growing up in domestic violence, mm-hmm. growing up in an unsafe environment. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up in poverty, mm-hmm. where you don't have your needs met. Mm-hmm. 
you have um, having a, a, a parent that was either a drug, um, either um, um, addicted to drugs or alcohol, mm-hmm. um, losing a parent to um, abandonment, divorce, death, you know, or having a family member that is incarcerated, that is mm. close. So what? Who can and escape so, those ten? And so, uh, no, but that's, that's you know, but not not many of us. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Five on the list, so, my damn self. And, 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 and if you and if you and so and so now let's go backwards. So, and so if you have an A score of four oh, or more, that means that chemically, your brain chemical development was altered wow physically there are some physical things because here it is i'm a child Mm -hmm. and i've been sexually abused that means that i was violated Mm -hmm. that means that that i that my control was taken from me i had a loss of control and something just happened to me so i had to fight flight or freeze And so if you have those individuals, say, for instance, someone that's been sexually abused and while they were being sexually abused, what they had to do was just shut down and let it happen. Mm. And then you wonder why people don't have a connection to sex. Mm. When you have people that didn't have any control and I had to put my mind somewhere else why this just happened to me I was able to flee in that way and so then you wonder why I run men through or women through like it's a drive through because mm. we don't often talk about our boys that were that were sexually abused or that term. were like introduced never. to sex way too early we don't talk about that because we give kudos when a little boy might have gotten sucked off when he was 10 but that no was doubt. sexual abuse if it happened by some girl that was 16, 17, 18 years old nice. or we don't talk about we don't talk about the babysitters that was showing her breasts mm. or had that little boy hit, putting his mouth where he didn't have no business when he mm. was a little bitty boy Absolutely. but you got kudos for it as a little dude but the reality is of it is now you didn't know what to do with that because you were when a you child and your brain was and you didn't know and you said something they was like, like my dude tight. stop acting like a little man, pussy you know what on, I mean man, if there's an stop. issue yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying you gay or something you yeah. know that's what yeah. you Absolutely. got yeah. and yeah. so then you had to learn that that was what you were supposed to do but that wasn't Mm. you know you think about the kids that were always verbally abused and now you wonder why these kids won't won't let you talk to them any kind of way at all yeah man you know what i'm saying because Mm -hmm. you're not gonna treat me like that no more you think about the kids who the parents or alcoholics or the parents were addicted to drugs and they weren't coming home and these kids had to raise themselves but now you're wondering why tamika so grown well, she's so grown because she had to raise herself and now you want her to be a child again because you decided to get off of drugs and get your life together and now she owes you the loyalty of a healthy parent when y'all had a toxic ass relationship Ooh, mama please. please make it make sense talk to me and that's the reason why those broken babies grow up to be broken okay. adults and Amen. then they raise broken babies and the system continues right because you can only do what you know how to do until you learn how to do something different. Right. You get past it. Trauma you know, is real. If you don't get past it, you grow when you're young, you get older. Those, those the same thing. But, is it really but, that, but that is, but again, that was, that was important 
to hear. Thank you. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> my real question is though, right before you get into all that, is is it really getting past it, or is it uh, accepting of it and a dealing with it in a positive way type deal? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Normalize. Yes. Fucking talking about. Please and thank you. Normalize shit not being like normal. We, we right. sitting here, we got water. Mm-hmm. But if you want to roll up, you having a drink, you want to y'all out kicking it or whatever, just in this safe space, mm-hmm. bring it up. You. Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Pain. Amongst men too, mm-hmm. because a lot of men steer from it as soon as a, 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 a guy comes. Cause, we because we talking we, about we gotta have that conversation. Yeah. women. We gotta have that but conversation. But men are abused too. Men are yeah. dealing with some shit. Yeah. And I'm not always telling men to man up. Man up. Woo. How the fuck can they man up if you've never been and, taught and, how to man up? What does that look the, like? What the fuck does that mean? Man up. But he doesn't know how to. You told him to suck it up and stuff. So you wonder why his relationship fucked up. But you wonder why he put the same beating the shit out of people. You know what man up means? Man mean man up means bury it. Bury it. But then it's like a volcano. Because then a volcano every volcano erupts at some point in time and when it erupts, what happens? So I will I will share with you I will share with you a certain psychological training that they do in the military. And one of the things they do to get you past certain trauma and get you past certain things is there's two type of there's two type of leadership. There's a, a leadership to where I consult with you on leadership and I say, hey, what do you want to do? What do you need to do? And then there's what's called one-way leadership. We have what's called one-way conversations. In emergency situations, I don't have time to tell you that, hey, it's okay. It's No, I got to get you out of here or I, gotta, I need you to act and react right now. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to act and react right now, you just saw your buddy get his head blown. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for you to process that. No. Yeah. I need you to shoot back right now or we don't get up out of here. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening in a lot of traumatized situations in, in hoods and places like St. Louis and Baltimore and, and some of these other places to where violence is prevalent is that we are telling kids, we are telling men, we are, te- we are using that technique mm-hmm. in everyday life. Survival. To, and you're wondering why we have, which I hate the word, but I get it, toxic masculinity. And, and all of these, these men that present themselves in certain ways and hyper-masculinity, and we see, you know, these, these young young cats, and all of them got guns, and they think tough is, is having a strap and mm-hmm. treating women like this and that and the third, and I'm not judging them, but it's, I've been taught that this, it's that tough looks behavior. like this. Yeah. It's alarm behavior. Like, we come into this, and this is the thing that people don't understand. We come into this world as an empty slate. We come into this world as an empty slate. I don't know shit. I just come into this world. This is all I got. All I have is the responses that I have learned based off of what the hell has happened to me in the womb. Right. Because kids can come into this fucking world traumatized. Mm-hmm. Let's just be 100. Yeah. Especially if mom is not taking care you know, of herself. No, if mom's not right. taking care of herself. If daddy is beating the shit out of mama. If all this shit is going on, yeah. mama always or arguing born, and born crying. And, and, you know, yeah. right. You know, all these yeah. different things. But it's like I come into this world, but I'm a blank slate. I'm a product of what I am a product of what I see, what I hear, and how I interpret the things around me. I operate ninety percent off of my subconscious and ten percent off of my conscious brain. Ninety mm. percent of the things that I do are based off of the things that have already been done. It is a conditioning thing. We cannot knock people for what they do not know, what they haven't been taught, and what they have not been exposed to. And that's the problem. We see people through our frame of reference, and we expect for them just to have it because we have it. And if common sense was common, goddamn me, everybody would have it, and they sure the hell do not. We all ain't got them all. We yeah. all ain't got them all. And then we don't know, but we don't know until we in a situation where we fucking realize we don't know it. Yeah, that's right. right. And right then, we're going to take a quick break. 
Can you knock knock these brakes like left and right? Just let that sizzle in your ear <laughs> once again. This is what we're doing. Check us out on Facebook. And I know mm-hmm. I say this every week, but I'm keep saying it until we actually do it. Instagram until we, we, uh, we, we, we don't get it together. We gonna get it together. We gonna get it together. I promise we don't. Come, get this it is together. what we doing. We we'll right back. We ain't got it together yet, but we gonna get it. It's coming. It's coming. I sit alone in my four cornered room, staring at candles. <laughs> when that shit is on, let me drop some shit like this. At night I can't sleep. I toss and turn. Candlesticks in the dark. Visions of bodies being burned. Four walls just staring at a nigga. I'm paranoid sleeping with my finger on the trigger. My mother's always stressing I ain't living right. But I ain't going out without a fight. See, every time my eyes close, I start sweating. And blood starts coming out my nose. It's somebody watching the act. But I don't know who it is, so I'm watching my back. I can see him when I'm deep in the covers. When I awake, I don't see the motherfucker. He owns a black hat like I own. A black suit and a cane like my own. Some might say take a chill, B. But fuck that shit. There's a nigga trying to kill me. I'm popping in the clip when the wind blows. Every 20 seconds got me peeping out my window. Investigating a joint for traps. Taking my telephone for text. I'm staring at the woman on the corner. It's fucked up when your mind's playing tricks on you. I make big money. I drive big cars. Everybody know me. It's like I'm a movie star, but late at night, something ain't right. I feel I'm being tailed by the same sucker's headlights. That move that I ran off the block, or is it that nigga last week that I shot, or is it the one I beat for five thousand dollars? Thought he had came, but it was gold, metal flower. Reached under my seat, grab my papa for the suckers. Ain't no use in the line. I was scared of a motherfucker. Put the left in the Popeyes and better die quick. If it's going down, let's get this shit over with. It ain't come just like I figured. I got my hand on the motherfucking trigger. When I saw make your ass start giggling. Three blind, crippling, crazy senior citizens. I live by the swamp. I take my boys everywhere I go because I'm paranoid. I keep looking over my shoulder and peeping around cones. My mind is playing tricks on me. Day by day, it's more impossible to cope. I feel like I'm the one that's doing dope. Can't keep a steady hand because I'm nervous. Every Sunday morning, I'm in service. Praying for forgiveness. And trying to find an exit out for business. I know the Lord is looking at me. But yet, and still, it's hard for me to feel happy. I often drift when I drive. Having fatal thoughts of suicide. Bang and get it over with. And then I'm worry-free, but that's bullshit. I got a little boy to look after. And if I die, then my child will be a bastard. I had a woman down with me. But to me, it seems like she was down to get me. She helped me out in this shit. But to me, she was just another bitch. Now she's back with her mother. Now I'm realizing that I love her. Now I'm feeling lonely. My mind is playing tricks on me. This year, Halloween fell on a weekend. 
me and ghetto boys are trick or treating. Robbing little kids for bags. Till an old man got behind our ass. So we speeded up the pace. Took a look back, and he was right before our face. He'd be in for a squabble, no doubt. So I swung and hit the nigga in his mouth. He was going down, we figured. But this wasn't no ordinary nigga. He stood about six or seven feet. Now that's a nigga I be seeing in my sleep. So we triple teamed on him. Dropping them motherfucking bees on him. The more I swung, the more blood flew. Then he disappeared and my boys disappeared too. Then I felt just like a fiend. It wasn't even close to Halloween. It was dark as fuck on the streets. My hands were all bloody from punching on the concrete. God damn, homie. My mind is playing tricks on me. gonna be some stuff you're gonna see that's gonna make it hard to smile in the future but through whatever you see through all the rain and the pain you gotta keep your sense of humor you gotta be able to smile through all this bullshit Collecting and smile, smile, smile. smile. 
that's a curious G. Best stand to bleed, fucking thoughts laced with weed. Learning, ducking straight shots, bullets be hot, they burning. Inhaling sherm smoke, visualize the flames. Well, I've been smothered by my own pain. Strange whispers, cowards conversate, some wicked distance. Taking pictures for the feds and desperate hopes they get it. Hit us all, give us plenty centuries within my sins. Since I ain't at many penitentiaries, the best revenge is fuck friends. We military minds, soldiers, busting shots blindly. Trying to find Jehovah to help me, somebody save me. Lost and crazy, scared to drop a seed, hoping I ain't curse my babies. Maybe now niggas feel me now, pitching my pain. Embrace my words, make the world change. Still I smell, nigga. Now a moment of silence. Let us pray. And as you journey into outer space, may the angels help to lead the way. May the prayers that our families make shine upon your soul and keep it safe. And all the homies that have passed away. And as you head to the tunnel's light, I hope it leads to eternal life. We save a breath for the homie pop. Some stuff you go. <laughs> Welcome back to what we doing. Hey, the conversation had to stop on off mic. Uh, glad that our guest came through to hit us with some healing. But one of the topics that I really want to get to because we felt like a change has happened in the political scene over the past couple of days. Uh-huh. Election night turned into a whole week, damn near a week. Uh, for the what I'm, I'm happy for is the inevitable, but, but so. And Van Jones was crying. Van Jones cried his ass on the He crying, Like, it don't matter what the fuck is going on. I crying. He's in touch with his emotions. Yes, he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was all kind of looking like, all right, man. All right, dude. I got you. If Muslims, you don't have to be persecuted if you're Muslim. All right, man. Everybody's better now. Great, great. But my question is, how did... Some of the stress that uh, that Agent Orange put on us, going forward, like what what kind of things were you going through with that? That was a deep side. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just think people need need to emotionally disconnect mm-hmm. from the politics, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, we yeah. put our emotions into everything, and it's not about the emotional piece. What are the issues at hand? How does it impact you? How does it impact your family? How does it impact your community? You know, that's what we need to be focused on. But I think I posted earlier earlier today, emotionally disconnect from the outcome of the election. You are still responsible for your own future, regardless of the next leader. Train, educate yourself, plan, and execute. Mm -hmm. 
organization yeah. mobilization is but i don't think our people are ready to have that conversation yet. no no not at not, all. not so, take accountability for what their party is in their that's life right because oh, i know i definitely <laughs> saw um an unhealthy savior complex yeah, yeah. and i often see that in politics like I, de- I definitely saw it with obama and um mm-hmm. when obama was elected rather and people not understanding the political process and how political parties actually Cities. work mm-hmm. and how you know there's three branches of government and he didn't have all three branches of government on his side and right, things right, of that nature right, like right, you have right. to have those conversations because they'll literally like I'll literally argue with people and they'll be like Obama didn't do nothing for black folks and I go it was a recession right yeah. it was no, a global recession so if if he didn't do anything for the global recession people would have died oh, higher priorities than right. you know yeah. this mm-hmm. and yeah. third so um what what are some of the things that you are seeing and what are some of the suggestions that you have from a mental health standpoint um, kind of putting some of this stuff behind us and moving forward as a community so we can be um, somewhat productive and positive citizens as opposed to just being polarized or um, what we did with Obama is we got so happy we forgot to hold him accountable too. So I don't want us to do that again. So what are are some of the things you think from a mental health standpoint we can do to, to, to be better this time? I, I think one of the biggest things is seeing individuals for who they are and not for who we want them to be mm-hmm. and recognizing what people's roles are and not putting more expectations on them than that, yeah. you know, and that's just being 100, you know, and understanding, you know, like I just said, she was like Obama wasn't just our president. It wasn't just a black people president. It was right. everybody's president. Yeah. And so, like, you know, we can't be so narcissistic to think that we are it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that it's only for us. Yes, we do have a lot that we have to overcome, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that everybody in the United States under Agent Orange, I like that. You know, everybody in the United States, we have been through uh, we've been in a four-year abusive, toxic relationship. You know, and I think that that's something that we really have to understand. We have been you know, we have dealt with gaslighting. We have been lied to. We have you know, there have been smoke screens you know, but just being 100 that has always happened. It just happened at a very larger magnitude because Trump he showed us that he was a wolf while many of the other presidents have been sheep, you know, we have been wolves that were like very nice sheep clothing. Mm. Very well. Put. You know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? And very so well it's like, you know, Trump, you know, I can give you some quotes from the, I can give you some quotes from the greats, you know, that will make him look real, real. Like I will, we'll post them on the site. Matter of fact, what know. we doing STL. I think I posted them once, but I will post them again on some of your founding fathers and what they thought about, you know? Life. And, and so it's like, you know, you know, just being 100 understanding that, you can't control people. You can't control what they do. All you can do is control the way that you react and the way that you respond. And yeah. so that is from the skybox all the way down to the ground floor. You know, you we have to learn how to be educated about the things that affect us. We have to learn our roles. We have to learn what we can do. And that's, that's it. And, mm-hmm. you know, self-care is real. And tap out. You know, yeah. it's absolutely okay for you to tap out out of what's going on in yeah. the world so that you can tap into you and yours. Yeah. I like that. But being accountable is important. Yeah. Accountable for your actions. Everything that this has, has uh in any way that it has impacted you, this is your time to take you know that emotional inventory. Yeah. 
heal like you said the gaslighting all of that mm -hmm. how has this impacted you go yes. talk to somebody yes you know that mental clarity is important because and if you do believe you cannot receive any messages that god has for you because your mind is it, cloudy your judgment mm -hmm. is fucked up mm -hmm. you're, you're not in a space to receive you're nope. not open right? right and so go and talk about those things so you can figure out what it is that's going on with me what do i need to do to be a better me be a better mom better community member what yes. what do i need to do so you can really see what the issues are right right because yes. our vision is fucked up yes that's, for real we're not even on the same page and i know that you know device it's a whole that's a whole nother show mm -hmm. but um if we don't take care of ourselves we can't be productive members of society no that's real, that's real. That's real. No. we my can't main, be for the betterment of the people go ahead mm -hmm. my main thing is just sometimes y'all gotta turn that shit turn the tv off yes you know what i'm saying like Log tv out. is entertainment all right now politics okay it's cool if you can be involved in it fine and dandy but when it gets to a point to where you taking that shit to work, or you taking it, or you pushing your beliefs on other people. Mm -hmm. You need to cut that off. You, you fighting at home, like so regardless. Okay, if excuse my French ladies, we've been cussing all day. Oh, you about to say some shit? Sleepy Joe wins or Dick Stain Donald won. Come on, Dick Stain. It Stain should Donald. not affect you that much. I mean, I mean, but let me ask you this though. I mean, I mean in the in the last week, and you know, and you know, I'm a registered independent. Now, you know how I get out. But in the last week, got kind of shit. Like, the tweets, the yeah. tweet that got me, and this is, is you know, shout out because Veterans Day is coming up. Shout out to anybody who serve. I love you. I love you to death. You my people. Um, One thing about that office is that one of the roles that you have as a president is called commander-in-chief. That means you command me when I'm in service. So any commander that I would ever look at, you have to carry yourself a certain way because you literally mm -hmm. command you literally command my life because you can push the button and I got to go give it for whatever reason. You basically said to the world that our elections were fraudulent. Mm -hmm. Now the signal that fucks everything up is that we don't believe in fraudulent elections outside of the U.S. And what I mean by that is Venezuela, places like that, we yeah. don't invest in them. We don't believe in their dollar. We don't believe in their economics because we don't believe that the leaders that actually are in power got that power the right way. So what he was doing was dangerous. And up until this point, again, I was like, you know, six and one, half a dozen, like it didn't matter. But once I started to see certain things and you started to disrespect, which he's always disrespected mm -hmm. that office. But there are certain things, certain dog whistles that you whistle to the world and the world is paying attention. Mm -hmm. And because I've been around a little bit, I know how people politically align themselves and will militarily align themselves against us. And that will cost American lives. Yeah. And that I will never be with. Like, no, period. Fact. So that was one of the things that kind of was like hey like he, he's really being being super and people didn't understand it because they was kind of just seeing it they was just like oh it's just Trump being Trump no Trump being Trump can cost people their lives and it yes. has and it has you understand what I'm saying and he Ignorance. ain't been to war he gonna sit his fat ass in the back and eat his Cheetos that's why he green like that so before I give you ladies opportunity to promote everything you do I have one last question one of the biggest divisive things in our community was the black Asian orange supporters now that that man's not in office, can we get back to those people? Like, look, that's no. over with. Can you? Can we? Can we recover from all that nonsense? Knowing that I, I know for a fact you black and had a mag hat on for four years prior. No. Prior, I, I seen you. I seen you. I seen you. But can but we did you? I seen you. Yes, we listening to Lil Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Can we get? Can we get past it if we? If we can't? 
what are some of the things that we can employ with ourselves to at least live with each other? And I think it goes back to we got to see people for who and what they are, not for what we want them yeah. to be. And when people show us who they are, we believe them. Okay. You know, and then we that then we decide what role we want them to play in our lives. You know, we can, there are some people that will decide to play nice and think that, you know, we can keep moving forward. And there are some people that will be like, that's unforgivable and I can't do it. Mm -hmm. And that's, everybody has their own opinions. But whatever we do, we just need to make sure we do it from a place of love and compassion and not anger, frustration, or hostility. But I think just being out of respect, you know, we all have a right to vote. Sure. Right? And people are voting with their interests. Mm -hmm. Remember, we just talked about doing what's best for you, yours, and your community. Mm -hmm. And so we don't all see the same thing. Exactly. We all come from different backgrounds, and everybody knows that black people weren't always Democrats. Right. No, we was actually Republicans. We were Republicans. But a lot of people don't don't know that. Right? They don't know the history. But, you know, that's either here or there. Disrespecting it, though. You know, like I said, if, you know, when you get to people in different tech tax brackets and things like that things affect them differently than they do us right. so they're voting again with their best interest not for the community and we have to remember again everybody is not for the community the people and right. we had to realize that you know real. and then we just i mean we just gonna have to agree to disagree i don't hate yeah. you right because you did that i mean we just gonna have to figure out to work some shit out on this other stuff we got to do right because we got other things to do we just won't be discussing it i need you to bring your resources and i'm gonna bring mine exactly. and we're gonna see what we need and to do to make it work and there it is so 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 now we have to we have to we have to i need you to promote 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 where are you what's your social media um where can people find you um if you are accepting clients or if you are have a reference point or what type of insurance you can look like just right now um a couple minutes apiece Go for it. Uh, everything you got going on, you writing the book. You you pull you the wheelbarrow up. Go. Go. go your plug. Go for <laughs> you it. Jump it out. Can I say the cast affirmation? You can oh, do whatever you want to do. This is okay. you. Okay. You okay. 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 Or you can follow us on Facebook just at Chaos Inc. Um, if you are looking for programs and looking for um, any kind of curriculums, please look us up at www.kaosinc.org. That's chaosinc.org. If you are looking for therapy, whether it is virtual or in person, or you are looking for professional development or any type of training or uh, supervision or uh, consulting, please hit us up at ANA Inspirations. That's www.aa inspirations with an s.com. And I just want to leave you guys with the uh, chaos affirmation. My story is my story because it makes me who I am. I'm never ashamed of what I've been through. I'm now doing the best I can. My feelings are my feelings. Even when it's a burden to hold, there is nothing wrong with saying it's hard to carry the load. I reset now to remember every situation encourages thought. When I realize, admit, and work through my issues, I can get raw. I embrace my whole truth as I break free. Forgive, release, embrace, and elevate over any dis-ease. One day at a time, no shame on the days I feel troubled. Working hard every day to keep healing and overcoming struggles. Remember, I got this, you got this, and we all got this. Because mental wellness is dope. Thanks, everybody. 
Yes, it is. I told you she's a dope last episode. Yes, I told you. It is. You gotta hit the applause for that. You know, I'll hit the applause. Gonna say it's dope to be in the presence of another black female mental health therapist and also my soror. You know, um, I just we were just talking about this a lot of times. People think that we're here to um, compete. Mm -hmm. We all about collaborating. Yes, baby. We better together. Yes. And so, um, yes, I am AJ. I am your people's therapist. I am the owner of the Healing Space, um, where healing is unscripted. Okay. And so I do service men, women, and children of all ages. Um, I specialize in suicide prevention and awareness services. Um, I am the your Missouri uh, chapter director for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So I'm mm. in, in charge of all your educational programming, um, your community outreach. That is what I do. I present state of Missouri and the state of Illinois. I am also your next upcoming future clinical psychologist. Oh, I what? am Finishing my dissertation, like I mentioned before, on the impact of religion and spirituality on the mental health treatment of African Americans. Um, and that's in Chicago at National Lewis University. Um, I come from a holistic approach, but before I get to that, I want to say that I do also specialize in uh, maternal, uh, perinatal mental health, and that is maternal mental health care. So I follow moms throughout their pregnancy because we know our mortality rates and our morbidity rates are high, mm-hmm. right? And so that's something we don't do, but I also see fathers. Okay. My service says I do see men. I have mm-hmm. a very large I see men and boys between the ages of 10 and 29, but of course older, but that's specifically because that's a population here in St. Louis that's in desperate need of our help. Yeah. Right? And so um, coming from the holistic approach, I have collaborated with uh, Mixed Finding the I-5 where I uh, am a part of the Great Food Giveaway. Okay. And so tomorrow at the Ambassador, uh, we will be giving away food. Okay. okay. Um, I do that. This is my third week with Thank them. You. I'm glad to be a part of that or to be tapped um, for that. So that's Monday, November 9th from 4 to 6 at the Ambassador, 9800 Halls Ferry Road. So we're uh, helping families to win with Ace. All children eat. That's one of She do too. That's real too. That's why we don't need to get a bomb, you know what I'm saying? But thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, we learned a lot. I feel better about it. You guys don't even know what it kind of solved for me already. And you know, you're always welcome. Anything, anytime. You, anytime, anytime you want to come back, anytime, anytime mm-hmm. you want to promote, uh, we will be reaching out to you. Um, definitely want to work with you <laughs> some more. I, I feel like this was extremely helpful. We wanted to get some calls in, but the conversation kind of went how the conversation went. And I think for our first time talking, I think we just needed to talk and get some things out because that's I know real. we're talking about some topics that's kind of sensitive to the that's community. Real. Thank y'all. So, so thank you Let's go. 
mean, time to stack some paper. I gotta do it quick, thinking I'm a juvenile, but they don't know who they messing with. Yeah, my mama's only son. But I live every day like it's my motherfucking last one. Every nigga and they mama asking why. But I'm in the game, live by the game. And in the game, I'ma die. And if I die, or should I say, if I go, bury me in home, clock next to the come and go. Cause tomorrow ain't promised to me. The only thing promised to a player is the penitentiary. So I'ma take care of my business on the smooth tip. Watch my back selling crack and pack too. And when you think about that, you say it'll be on as a trip you hear today, but the next day you're gone. One day you're here, baby, and then you're gone. The next day you're gone. One day Now it look like when he come out, man, I'm going in. So shit, I walk around with my mind blown in my own fucking zone. Cause one day you're here, the next day you're gone. One Early cause ain't enough light in the daytime Smoking sweets and so these chickens Four o'clock right now Being that holder, my boat a smoker On the PA 